have you got notes? Being that you've got 10 days away, you can reflect on what we're about to talk about. Oh my God. Cue the music. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Back on it. Hi, welcome back to episode something else of... (laughs) 58. Shot with Carrie Water. The podcast formerly known as... Mandy's Book Club. And forevermore... The Woke Twat Club. I didn't even do it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm hoping though, uh, listener out there, when we didn't say anything then, in your mind, did you hear... (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, because I did. (laughs) (laughs) If that is the case, you're broken and we apologise. No, I don't. How are you, Mick? I'm not apologising. It's been been a hot minute. (laughs) I'm good. Most podcast in a week ever. (laughs) It actually is. Which is going to be really weird for everyone to listen to. No, we actually did two in a day once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and we never put them out. And they're the ones that like... No, 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 we did. We did two in one day and we did like an episode. Then we did questions and answers, um, which was intense. When you just said that, did you hear the Biffy Clyro song? Because as soon as you said the words, I was like, oh, I can hear the riff. I can't hear like questions and answers without thinking of that song. Um, And then the one you're talking about is the day that uh, everyone's brain was all over the shop. We need to find that episode. I'd love to listen back to it. I've got them. Yeah, but I'd love to listen back to that episode where we had to be like, we have to redo that one because it was awful. It's just me and you going. I think about that every week. Pause it. Everyone. I'm like, what did we just talk? When I, it's like, oh, what to type about this week? So that's why it's just become a question mark. No, okay. Yeah. How many times can you write pockets? We, we, <laughs> we didn't talk about pockets last week. I know. Sorry. <laughs> you can't See, that's why, that's why, that's why the problem hasn't been solved because we've let the ball drop. Back on it. Come on. How are we going to fix this pocket issue? No, we're not yeah. talking about it. It's not a pocket podcast. Just start buying clothes with pockets. There we go. Uh, what else do we normally talk about? Oh, feminist problems. Come on then. Uh, no, Solve I'm letting you lead the way this week because I Ooh, led the way. how exciting. Oh, can I just say before we get started? <laughs> wow. 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 I obviously hadn't finished that. You lead the way. Oh, actually. <laughs> Last well, last week, two days ago, I hadn't finished talking about the psychic epiphanies that I've been having. So I voice noted my sister and she messaged me back being like, will you just stop thinking about things? <laughs> and I was like, what? She's like, yeah, like sometimes you can just do things and not have to analyze every single thing that happens. And I was like... No, that's because uh, people don't want you to spoil the thing they enjoy. No, my sister completely agreed with me, but she was also like, but I've just not, I don't want answers. She was like, I just felt the same way as you, but I don't need to explore why. And I was like, I do. I want to talk about this. She was like, no, I'm done. So yeah. Anyway, I am over it now. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) As evidenced by your 30 second rant to the internet. Well, it wasn't a rant. Well... Tell us why we're not podcasting next week. Because I'm away. Don't dox yourself, though. What's like, dox? don't give like... Ah, uh, no. okay. Uh, I'm away. You're going exploring? I am going exploring for 10 days. Well, but I'm away for two weeks, so... How exciting. Who wants to replace me in Owen's life? <laughs> I'm taking applications yeah, every I, weekend. Like, watch, this will be two weeks where I just go on Instagram Live every day. 
I am excited. Like, oh my god, don't ever leave that idiot unsupervised <laughs> again. <laughs> the week that you, the week that I wasn't there, when was this? Like before Christmas, I was away for a week, and someone in the gym was like, um, "Yeah, like Owen spoke at me for a full hour without taking a breath because you hadn't been all day. You hadn't been here all day to to take the edge off." I was like, "Ah, oh, okay." enjoy did you enjoy that because I get that all <laughs> I get that all day every day I'm taking applications applications are open are you trying to imply that I need to make myself smaller no not at all Ooh, I no. enjoy the I fact just that you turn the volume down no excuse me that's not what I'm saying I enjoy <laughs> and so does Dax <laughs> I enjoy the commentary <laughs> the, the narration of your day i know i do enjoy the narration of my day because it's like um an outward expression of what's going on in my brain so sometimes it's nice that someone's out outwardly saying it so you're saying i'm i'm like a social assassin for you being like oh, all right he can say the dumb stuff that i don't want to yeah yeah that's fine and then i'll just go yeah i agree <laughs> or no i would never think that <laughs> based on the reactions of other people to the oh god oh that would go down well i won't say that yeah yeah have you got notes oh always i use a lot of them on my other podcasts oh my god (laughs) yeah i'm sure oh did you just throw shade at me just because you've got two podcasts yeah no i didn't i didn't throw shade sorry okay um i did have a few thoughts so you've been on the radio right i have Hmm. Have you been on the radio where they interview you or where you record yourself? I have. No, I've been on the interview. Where, <laughs> I've been on the radio where they interview you. So isn't it weird where they're like, okay, we're getting you on because we really value your opinion. You got four seconds, go. Yeah, it's quite bizarre, actually. So when I, I, I haven't actively listened to the radio for many moons, um, but it comes on sometimes when you're driving. If I put my van in reverse, it automatically puts the stereo back on and things. Um, and the radio is just on. And it's just that weird thing where we have, it's like humans create the problem that we are miserable about. So the short attention span thing, or like, oh, well, people can't listen to long conversations. I'm like, well, podcasts get... Mm hundreds of millions of downloads so that's not true but mainstream media are still of the opinion okay so we're gonna get these experts on to talk about this thing okay go nice to hear from you john from southall tell us all mm-hmm. about blah blah blah, blah. yeah and the person starts talking they go brilliant here we've got yeah donna from cornwall blah, blah, blah. and they just cut them off and then mate the it was jeremy vine I oh think. i actually knew you were gonna be talking about jeremy vine and i don't know why because he's notoriously bad for this but it, it's just I get it that people are maybe on the commute and you're trying to cram a load of information in, but then he finished up with a story, you know, a story that was possibly true, but he was, they were talking about the internet and when the internet first started, he was regaling like a personal tale. And after he'd cut people off who actually were involved in rolling out the internet to the UK, he was like, oh, well, I remember when my, my parents needed some help and I told them, right, well, go online and then obviously I tried to phone them back and they were engaged because they were online. Oh, so he's telling a 15 minute story after cutting people yeah, off. Yeah, but also right, okay. then he told that the hilarious punchline was, so the mobile phone signal back then was patchy. So my dad had to stand in the garden and relay the information back to my mum that I was telling mm. her loudly. You get the joke at that point. 
And then he goes on to like act it out and then goes, <laughs> and I'm like, oh even God. you aren't finding this funny. No. But we're on the radio, so we're going to, I think we should do a whole episode <laughs> oh, where everything do. we talk, if we, I literally no, no, so we need notes because we just, let's be honest, we just make all this up. Don't ruin the illusion. No, but it's good. It's how we get things out. It's like this, <laughs> I feel like this podcast is a pensive, pensive. Oh my God, it is. Yeah. And then one day someone's going to have to be like, oh, and created seven Horcruxes. And now, we have to go, <laughs> now we have to go into the podcast series and find out. Oh my God. He's if, left a series of clues in the podcast. Worst case scenario, you do outlive me. I'm going to make me? sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a, I'm going to put it in, make sure that you do get cremated and all the other stuff. But oh, that's fine. I will also tell people that you are a Horcrux I made. <laughs> <laughs> You have to kill her. <laughs> Holy one. <laughs> no, wait, what was it? Oh my God, I've messed up. I'm reading the book as well right now. I thought you were going to quote Highlander and then I was like, there's no way she's seen Highlander. No, I've never seen Highlander. In the end, there can be only one and you have to prepare each other. No, what is it? What is the prophecy in Harry Potter? For Neither can live while one survives. Yeah. Neither can live. While the Neither can one. survive. Oh, fucking hell, shut up, Mickey. Um, yeah, let's go with that. Awesome. Okay. Um... Yeah, no, it is quite, but I don't know why they do it. I don't, I don't know why. Because they have like amazing experts on there and then they literally give them a 30 second thing. It's very stressful as well because yeah. they give you the whole, okay, you're going to be on this time. Then they phone you and then you can hear the show and you don't, but you can't be heard. And they're like, okay, you're going to be on in five seconds and you have to listen to a bit. And they're like, hi, hi. So, bro. and then they, every time I've done it, <laughs> look at me, but every time the BBC have contacted me for quotes, uh, <laughs> they literally will just make up something they'll say like oh so in in response to this blah, blah, and i'm like that is not what we said we were talking about and i don't agree with this at all but no. i know it's really stressful so i've done it the biggest one i've done is where i've gone to the the recording studio so bbc wales recording studio down on what's it, whatever it's called um where i recorded my first album ah, by the glen vivian yeah so there and um they were like oh we're going to talk about like your project and why it's so good and stuff like that and then i felt like the, the, they were like tell off, us why teenagers take drugs they basically were like <laughs> it's do they try and put you on the spot of being like okay so we're going to talk to you about like what the project so all we want you to do is just give a brief overview of what the project is and like what what you're doing and like what the future looks like for that project so then you got to start and then the next question will be like Oh, so uh, yeah, teenagers—they're—they're they're trash, aren't they? So what, what do you have to say about that? And you're like, well, that's not—that's not the point. And then you end up getting quite flustered, and then you're like, oh my god, like I'm gonna sound awful now. They almost want to catch you off guard so that you say something. We have it a lot in work where they want you to say something really like provocative about COVID, and they want you to have a dig at the government. Is what they've been doing a lot at the moment. So whenever we, so I have done one for the wave recently, and it was like. Um, they want you to say things like, oh, well, mitigation ma measures didn't didn't work. So saying like, they want you to say like, face masks were a waste of time. Or they want you to say like, they, the government have ruined schools. Um, so they try and like push you to say it, but we've had like those briefings in work where you're like, as soon as they start touching on things like that, you have to be like, my research doesn't show this. My re I can only talk about my research and it says this. But they want to catch you saying something that they can use as a soundbite to be like, Swansea Uni hates the government. <laughs> and then it's just really stressful. It's more stressful trying to be like, what shouldn't I say? Than being like, oh, this is what I should say. Uh, I had one for Vice magazine. Oi, oi. Yeah. 
like three a week, three weeks ago. And she was like, <laughs> I just got visions of you on a Zoom call wearing a bucket hat. And you're like, <laughs> no, I'm hip, I'm It cool. was on the telephone, which apparently. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Visual <laughs> prompt. Um, and uh, operator, operator, put me through the Vice like, magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Quick stat. <laughs> one of those things in my hat. Um, and the. Are article... you saying like a ticket in your yeah, hat? The article is about how the, the pandemic has been really damaging for kids, which I agree with, but my research doesn't necessarily show that. So she was like trying to get me to say certain things that were like quite leading in terms of um, schools are rubbish and stuff like this. And I had to be like, oh, my research <coughs> doesn't are. show this. <laughs> um, I can only talk about my research. And then it's just like, oh, now I'm just sounding like I'm if you'd like on a future episode i will read out the hate messages i got on social media after going oh on my the radio God, yeah. that was good that's also another thing is a, um, a, a random young man from liverpool calling me a snowflake oh my <laughs> that God. that was quite good and then a potentially racist woman telling me like championing and you know and you're like oh gosh please don't keep interacting with Oof, me <laughs> yeah but people i think people just love to the thing is like people want to share when they have a negative opinion don't they don't necessarily want to say when they're positive mm. but we like i have it in week where we'll like write an article and then we'll put it out into the world and then someone wants to be like Takes i completely disagree with what you're saying or they'll be like oh your methods are rubbish like stuff like that but at the most part people are like because i'm all my research is with young people they all just want to demonize young people and say it's a waste of time so like why bother putting any funding into it because they're just lazy yeah it'd be much better to just fix broken adults i think oh yeah of course and also like the the whole reason that you think teenagers are lazy the whole reason why they do engage in antisocial behavior is because you dismiss them like this uh i'm not being funny but jordan peterson says (laughs) can we not talk about jordan peterson (laughs) i find it really triggering how much he's shared by people so i saw it the other day we're probably on about the same thing when all right are we on about oh is it oh how very presumptuous of you no so well we fo- we definitely follow the same account that keeps using his quotes as like a which the quotes but are this, like yeah this is the problem it's a person that says things that it's like shooting fish in a barrel yes that's true my favorite one at the moment look i don't know that much but i i know a lot i know enough to realize like i don't want anything to do with it yeah but like the book 12 rules for life and yeah. everyone's like this person is and again, I guess it comes down to you can write a good book and not live by the values because he ended up having controversial like treatment because he was addicted to painkillers mm-hmm. in Russia. So there, if you want to do... Which is no... You, ju- that's not... But it's no. just this idea. But there's a quote that people keep posting all the time. It's like, you need to be a dangerous human. It's your job. It's like men oh, you need to be... Da- so the idea, it's... I guess it's building on the theme of better to be um, a soldier in the garden than a gardener oh. in war. So the now but like the principle is right you should be capable and he's talking about you should be a monster and then choose not to be a monster and i was like you know when you just feel like someone like asking somebody like oh can you show me some of your skills like like Mm. because i don't think you do anything i don't think you're if you are listening to this podcast and you align yourself with some of jordan peterson's thoughts which i can see why people do it if you don't know who he is i would i would urge you to go listen to the maintenance phase podcast where they do a two-parter on him and they talk about why he's essentially quite problematic but it's like so he wrote the book 12 rules for life, for life. but there's a book before that where they're like it's just garbage like he self-published a book that is awful he's then like wrote this 12 rules for life which 
has like struck a chord with some people and has become like a bestseller and but stuff. It's, but it's a lot of stuff. It, you know, there's a, you, you're not going to deny like getting up and making your bed, planning things. No. Like, yeah, of course. But also don't be, if you make your career by being controversial. Yeah. And sometimes speaking it, but you, you can speak the truth without being obnoxious. Mm. But I guess maybe you need to, but it, there's an agenda with everything. But yeah. it's just this idea of, Sometimes you're like, I want to, I really like this principle, but you can take Hitler quotes out of context. I know, this is the thing. I think that sometimes people share stuff. So I've been seeing, so, okay, we're not on about the same thing, but I see a lot of Jordan Peterson's quotes quoted in terms of like people. The one about, are you talking about the kids? Let your kids do dangerous things um, Yeah, that's one of them. And then there's also the other one that's like, um, people need you to stick around. Like it's basically people need you on this earth so like don't think that you're mm. not needed which i think that the quote is really well articulated but coming from him you know that well you're saying that but you actually don't agree that all people should <laughs> yeah just i and he does suffer from being taken out of context a lot mm. and he you know so the big famous one is about the wage gap where yeah, he's just yeah, like yeah. it doesn't exist yeah but it, he's not saying it's not real, but he's saying you don't get paid a different hourly rate. Yeah. He's saying... But we also know that's not what the argument is being made. No, exactly. And men don't need you to fight the cause. No. Like, they don't need you to do that. No. Mm. But it is a diff... Like, it's a strange time where... So there's a couple of accounts. Like, there's, there's loads of, like, me- men's mental health groups. Mm-hmm. But it feels... Um, like I do a lot of work with adults, but it feels like, uh, I don't know if you were to like promote like, oh, if I was to do something like that, it, you do feel like, oh, am I being exclusionary? Like, I don't know. So re- I think the problem is now yeah. that there's so much, there's short attention spans. Everyone wants a quick soundbite. No one wants there to be complicated situations. And I think there's going to, the problem is that it polarizes people into mm-hmm. the only people that are prepared then to be like, I'm going to deal with this. I'm not the people in the same way. The mm. only people with enough time to run a community center are the people that are very possessive of the community center and yeah. don't want young people to run. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing of like, if you worry about running a men's mental health group, because you don't want to be perceived as exclusionary, then you're going to end up with the only people doing it are the ones that are like poor men, you know, yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. men's Who rights. Who are going to be exclusionary. <laughs> yeah, no, that's interesting. I also just had an epiphany about the radio thing. Oof. Do you think that they do it? So they obviously like push you and make you quite stressed, like what we were just saying. And they like throw things at you because they often have like two people come on, don't they? And then one person says the one side and then the other person comes and says the other side. Do you think they do it so that they push you to say like really extreme things at the time? Yeah. And so then when they, ha- when they sounds present good the other argument, you basically look like you're on two ends of the spectrum and then you end up arguing with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's absolutely what it is, isn't it? Yeah. But the... Again, this is this thing where we're just, I guess, at the mercy of it because radio exists. Mm. But the idea that people just passively do that. I don't know. I can't say that because people love Radio 6 music. But I'm like... I don't know. I think... I think uh... It comes from a place of pain for me because really famous, rich musicians don't need yeah. more people so to listen to them. I think your you, your thing is like about the radio being a platform. They're not playing that well, band yeah, that only recorded a three-track so cassette yeah. in 1994. But also like 
I think that that there is so like radio shows like Radio One do have like Radio One introduce it and where they play like people that aren't necessarily signed, but it's only like a fifteen minute segment. I am once rolling a week. my eyes so hard right now. Do yeah. you know you can pay basically to be on? Yeah, be yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's yeah. like as soon as you're at that level, it's all right. Like the music in, <laughs> it's a shit business. Have you ever watched The League of Gentlemen? <laughs> For all the fans out there of that, I, I am basically the creme brulee guy. <laughs> right, I need to watch it now so I got some context. You'll watch it and you'll be like, oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh my God, he is the creme brulee guy. Um, yeah. You were about to have a hot take about the music industry. Oh no, I can't go into... Um, oh, right. Yeah, no, the that you passively listen to what's back to you oh. and that they don't need more of that. But everything, all media is like served to you on a plate, isn't it? Well, yeah, you, it's like what we were saying. I've told I, I, you know when you're like, I know I've got something to say, mm. and I've lost my train of thought because I'm old and decrepit. Um, okay, so I have got something, but Go I, so, okay, so I think that the in terms of the music and stuff like that, it is incredibly problematic because, like you said, like people are paying to do it. Also, the, the King Blues get massive well, exactly. amounts of airtime. They still play songs on the radio that have people like. They still play Kasabian, and I'm a bit like, mm, I don't think you should be playing this anymore. Especially when you have, radio, like, for example, like, Radio 2 will do... So this is why I like the radio, it, because they do, when they do, as much as they rush them and stuff like that, there have been times where, like, my parents have listened to Radio 2 and then had a conversation being like, they spoke about this on the radio today. I know that you have feelings about this. And then we've been able to have a conversation around it, which we wouldn't have had before. So yeah. I think that is quite good. Um, and, like, Radio 1 does do, like, Sunday, like, I think, I can't remember what it's called. But it's like a Sunday surgery or something like that. And then they talk about problems that young people will encounter and they try and find solutions and how people write in and stuff And also like that, for some people, is... the radio is the only thing they can, yeah. just, they don't have a Spotify premium account or Yeah, exactly. Like so like the radio is the only thing they're going to listen to. So yeah, but I think it's interesting when like Radio 2 will do a segment on like sexual assault or sexual abuse and or domestic violence and then play. <laughs> yeah. <champion. laughs> hmm. Um... My other thing is, have you seen the Ed Sheeran lawsuit thing has come to an end? Is this where he's stolen music? Yeah. So he's he was accused of stealing music from a British grime artist yeah. on Shape of You because the hook is the same. Um, so instead of Ed Sheeran wait, I think I think right, this, I think this is what I read. Fact check it. Instead of Ed Sheeran waiting to be sued by him, Ed Sheeran sued these people first, basically, as like a preemptive strike to be like, I know you're going to sue me. So anyway, that's ended. And basically Ed Sheeran's won the case. Oh, of course, good, because he's so of in he need of has. money. Well, they broke it down and they were like, Shape of You alone gets Ed Sheeran and the other person that is accredited to write the song five million pounds a year. Oh, been sick Ed Sheeran has three albums with like Shape of You level songs on there. So like 12 songs <laughs> across three albums, all being five million pounds. Like you could just credit someone and be like, yeah, like I might have used your song for inspiration. Here's a million pounds. <laughs> like yeah. just pay Change people your life. Yeah. Hasn't someone recently done that where they're like, yeah. Well, um, Adele stole her latest album. And that's going to be buried. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, who was it? Did someone steal Paramore? Oh, Good For You yeah, by Olivia she Rodriguez. she has now credited She's now like credited a, Hayley I mean, Williams. you can sing it over the top. 
Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. All this, I guess, Will, at least Willow just works for Travis Barker and people. Yeah. Um, but then, so anyway, in the kind of uh, article I was reading, Ed Sheeran's been like, well, there's a finite amount of notes. There's a finite amount of chords. Eventually, all music will sound the same. And I was like, as a musician and a creative person, I think that is a bullshit thing for you to say. It's also been debunked. Like, massively you can't just and try to be like there's well, a total oh. difference between taking a hook from music that you're aware of yeah. and making it bigger where at that point he could have just been like hey i love your song do you want to collaborate of course and it would have been like that person would have been like w- yeah yeah <laughs> or hopefully they'd be like nope nope i will have all the money when you release i it. got a fun fact i know someone that wrote a song this must have been when i was about Did 18 their dad write wonderwall on a beer mat and then <laughs> the no was. but they were offered either one or two hundred thousand pounds to sell it to i'm gonna say either blue or five shut up and they said no because they were like well if it's worth that i can make more oh they didn't and they didn't oh my god pretty impressive and that like that's not that's true like i know that to be true oh my god and they were like no I'm gonna and oh, oh imagine yeah I know imagine could have bought your mum a lovely little oh my god twelve um, bedroom house back in 1999 with that that's wild hmm. uh, I watched the TikTok the other day that was like do you want to know how Pharrell like do you want to if you don't think it's Pharrell listen to the start of the song he starts every song with a four count or something and then they like play like twelve of his songs and then they're like see <laughs> you're like oh my god have you not seen that band that just do uh, one medley and it's like every famous song is the same four chords. And they just go through like... No way. Yeah. Oh my God, no, I haven't seen that. But yeah, anyway, I read that article and got really angry at Ed Sheeran. Because I think it was just... Good. ...thing of being like, oh, well, eventually everything's going to sound the same. Well, no. It'll sound the same if you let it sound the same. Well, you can... Classical music underpins most of modern, you know, but Mm. that doesn't mean you need to be sued by Beethoven's estate. No. But then, then Ed Sheeran has a monopoly on basically... His songs are played on. But it all also, radio if that's true, then a computer could write all music. No. Yeah. So why do we have music? There are some great NFTs you can listen to of generated music, which is terrifying. Oh. oh wow. Did you? Were you there when we were listening to them? No. There's some screamo band, and they basically took all their sound bites. Right. And so, and then they put them into AI, and a computer has just made, and it sounds like music mm. and it sounds like the singer but it's not it's just the noises generated by the voice it, it's unreal oh but my yeah God. ai art is really good as well there's a really compelling one that's doing the rounds on instagram reels and it looks like a rocket taking off which morphs into like a jellyfish and all this, but none of it is what you think you're seeing isn't there oh what? it's just randomly generated visuals by a computer oh my god that's amazing which made me think maybe this is all an illusion oh my god imagine how unlucky you'd have to be if this was your reality sitting here podcasting with me telling you this is this is fake <laughs> and you chose oh this God. this is the adventure you chose all right goodbye so, right. <laughs> <laughs> then just no one never hears from me ever again i've moved mm. Mm. oh you're gonna say interesting now nope. yeah move on <laughs> no i'm not Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. We've completed the radio. Have we though? No, I. But the short attention span is—it's just that notion of. Uh, this is coming from 
privilege, but that idea of if you are beholden to that and it just gets worse and worse and you're on Instagram and everything's a real, it's really hard because like I make a reel that's a minute long each day and I'm like, I know this is too long. Yeah. Well, it's weird that it went, so like social media went to, I was thinking about this the other day because it went from, so obviously Instagram, you had the video thing where you could only post videos, which were up to like 60 seconds yeah but then they released instagram tv because people wanted longer pieces then they ditched that then they ditched that because people weren't watching longer pieces and now you can just put longer videos on as a video but no one watches video no they only watch reels and then with reels the more the more engagement you get is based on them being the shorter yeah if you make yeah so if you make one that's an instagram story length you've nailed it my favorite is the weird like rabbit hole of people teaching you how to grow on Instagram by making reels. Mm. And I'm like, but you, your only thing on Instagram is how to make more Instagram reels. It's yeah. So they'll just, if they just do the thing where they do, they're like, do, 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 yeah. do, do, and they just point to things on a screen. It's like post comments, captions really fast. And I'm like, but it's, it's a self fulfilling thing you are only getting 10,000 views to show people how to get 10,000 views. But it's the wild. only reason you've got views is because you're showing people. So if oh someone my does, God. yeah. It hits my brain. But, but you yeah. only exist for that. Yeah. And, event- and uh, the way you need to think about it for any of you, social media marketers, no, if, if people are out there using social media for like mm. meaningful interaction, you have to think about Instagram as rented space. Yeah. Yeah. Because it can be taken away from you at any time and that you should always use it. If you, you know, if you value your connection with people around the world or if you're trying to make a business or anything, you need to get people's email addresses because that is still the only way you can possibly have long t- or their phone number. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise you can just have your account deleted with Reels. If you use original audio, it often just gets deleted mm. and then you're just left with a side i've got a silent reel at the moment which is oh, hilarious because no yeah, the audio is gone um so i was i follow someone like she's a weightlifter uh from america and she's having like loads of problems with instagram at the moment because because she doesn't promote things in a conventional like promotion way uh they keep taking down all her ads like all her monetization stuff and then she was basically told by Instagram that she couldn't monetize any of her stuff because she doesn't do it in the way that Instagram wants her to. So like, she'll basically like say something and then the next thing she's like, oh, by the way, like I live and die by this product. Like here's my promo code. Instead of doing like a whole thing on why it's like, I don't really understand, but basically it keeps getting taken down. And now she's like, I literally can't make any money off the stuff that allows me to be a full-time athlete because I'm not playing the Instagram game basically. Cause she's like, I don't post reels. Mm. So then she was like, this is so stupid. Like, this is, I can't, I don't have the time or the energy. Like, my training lasts four hours a day. Like, when am I supposed to then make a fancy reel or like... I think we're going to swing back to websites. Like, people having a website that you go to. Mm. Like, I remember the oh, the glory days of going to the hundreds every day. And Bobby Hundreds wrote a daily blog yeah. post that was long form. And it was brilliant. It was yeah. really engaging. And then you got vlogging. And then that's that, you know, it goes around. But Well, yeah, like people that like vloggers don't really exist in the way that they used to exist. Hmm. Because you can do it on TikTok in 15 seconds. Yeah, it's wild. 
Well, yeah, people used to do like a whole like 30 minute video on YouTube that was like a vlog about going shopping and now people mm. do a 15 second haul video. <laughs> and that's honestly the pits of social media, but hmm. people, some people like it. A day, in, a day in the life with me is honestly, if I see that, I'm like, fuck off. Because it's not really a day in the life. Well, what the fuck? And why do you think people care so much? Hey, that's in contradiction with everything we stand for. Oh my God. Yeah, hold on. Document what your do days. What mean? You mean people that are just trying to... Here we go. No, this is what I mean. Self-generating. I think it's inauthentic people being like, here's a day in the life with yeah, me. Yeah, when they wake up at 5am, do yeah. two hours meditation, and I'm like, walk to well, the you're beach. Live- and also it's just this thing of being like, I need to show off that I have a lifestyle. Yeah. That you can't fulfill yourselves. I would much rather watch someone be like, I completely fucked up today, like 20 times, rather than being like, I got up at 4 a.m., went to the gym. Because it's really hard. But I do, I am intrigued at, so Twitter spaces, Clubhouse, Clubhouse is dead to like people. It never took off in the, U- it did, but only for like business people. But I think Twitter spaces and things like that, this idea that you can, it's like a gateway because podcasting is booming. YouTube have just said they're going to invest tons in podcasting. I'm like, that's not, it is, but they want video podcast. Mm. Stay tuned. It's not happening. Our camera stops at 30 minutes. Oh, it'd be so stressful. We just have two and just start one at 25 minutes in. Right, okay. And switch the feed over. Let's do that. Get our producer to do that. I'm going to be so stressed with video podcast. Scott, push the button. <laughs> but that idea of, in terms of like, how good it would be you know if, if you were like okay every thursday at seven o'clock we'll have a conversation that mm. you can join in on yeah not for the sake of but just you know we're not we don't do this podcast for the mad dazzling money we get from it which is mad and dazzling yeah, mad and dazzling um but that idea of it because i can't imagine what my brain would look like if i hadn't had 59 long-winded conversations with you oh god imagine what my brain looked like you'd still be listening to the hoosiers every day oh my god stop (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know what to say about it anymore no but like it's that thing of um you know you're like oh who I know you didn't mean it that way, mm. but that's what people are like. Well, I, I, I think people would learn so much about themselves if they had to have conversations with people publicly. Yeah, that's actually very true. Or um, solo, I, talk into Like, I bet that's changed. I think it, if you do, if you do do mm. another, if you did a hundred mm. podcasts on your own, I think, and you had an MRI, like you had a brain scan at the start and the end, your brain would be different. mm yeah, I think so. Can I edit my bit where I said, I, who gives a fuck? I feel really bad for saying that now. Because that's not what I think. I want to retract that statement. She's saying that and she's in the background. She's mouthing. No, I do. I feel really bad for saying that now. I should have never said it. Because it does undermine everything I believe in. But it wasn't. You just articulated your thoughts. No, no because I then. No, yeah. I thank you. No. I, You're for the people I see that do people. it, I'm like, I, why are you doing that? Hmm. There are much better ways to communicate what you're saying rather than being like, follow me around with a camera all day because I need to, yeah. But imagine 
giving so right now you couldn't really ethically allow kids to just i don't know kids do have a youtube but you know like you couldn't just be like right we're just going to go in school and run workshops on podcasting because mm. there'd be some sort of like oh you can't allow but children. i like, think uh, so this is something i feel really passionate about i think kids should have podcasts if you platformed kids how okay oh here, my god what we talked about last week two days ago imagine don't if really kids were given more scope to talk freely and discuss stuff how many kids would learn that oh they're being my abused God. Yes. learn about you know like have open and realize that they're in situations that aren't normal and that they can yeah. advocate for themselves i know I, I completely agree i actually wanted to start a podcast like years ago where i just had conversations with young people about like topical events so like you get you have like i don't know like three or four young people with you and then we so like i think at the time it was because there was a general election and i was like i think we should have documented conversations with young people who can't vote yeah. who can explain to you and articulate why what matters to them so that people that are older which then i guess like it would, wouldn't work in a podcast because they probably like older people aren't but anyway like you could vote on behalf of people that need you to vote because they can't like if you are confused confused about where to vote then it would be like young people are telling you so you could be like oh okay that makes much more sense to me like what that's this is like a huge part of my job but like i just being able to give young people just a platform to like say stuff and exist like there would be it would be so much easier to make decisions and i think it would help inform a lot of like policy decisions and things like that like imagine there was a whole podcast or a series where children or young people were like playing is the only thing i need to make me happy in life i just need opportunities to play if there was all that evidence in covid would the restrictions have been like they can't touch playgrounds do you know what i mean like that because they did eventually lift the playground restrictions but imagine they had all that evidence before they would have been like well we have to protect children playing as like a number one priority in covid mm. well they yeah it's the same with like schools as well it would be like this is what children are saying about and young people are saying about schools like why it doesn't work for and their them. mental health and anxiety exactly like this is what they need kids in school aren't even listened to when they talk about bullying that's happening in front of I because they've got their, everyone's over but this whole idea kids can manage school like if you give children autonomy they will as long as they are they have a degree of nurture and emotional regulation like so that you, you it doesn't work in all environments but giving children more responsibility means they can figure out the balance themselves yeah. and challenge things that are wrong but this is why you shouldn't you should facilitate play but not actively get involved in it because children navigate the world through things like that so just give them the opportunity to do it and mm. they will learn and figure things out for themselves and they will definitely invite you into their playthroughs. Yeah, absolutely. But just don't, you don't have to set them up or be in, like. But also it's like, hey, there. at school, you need to be forcibly told to hang out with children the exact same age as you. Because heaven forbid you should, you know, kids thrive in sort of nurturing younger children, acting out with like older children, mm -hmm. all sorts. So like, I'm writing a paper at the moment that's all about this. But, um, so we've like analyzed like 20,000 responses from children about play and like the weird, like being kind and having kind environments comes up so much because children just want to be nurtured and feel like they are being nurtured and want to have the opportunity to nurture other people. Um, but yeah, it's been really interesting 
to right now. <laughs> Shut up, Mickey. No. But why? Yeah. Are you, what on no, earth? No, no, are you no. Because I was like, for? oh, it's been really interesting to analyze these responses. But it's been super interesting and like really humbling because the stuff that kids say, you know, when you're like, oh, we need to fix the world, and you're like, fuck, yeah. like where do you start? It's literally like kids are like, oh, just let me go outside more, and you're like, oh my god, that's literally the solution. But it's the same thing with like we talked about short attention spans. Imagine that. I see it all the time. Like this is happening. My kids will watch a 45 minute video of 15 second clips. Yeah. But the problem is once you become, if you love music, but lack confidence, you'll consume all the music and produce none. Mm -hmm. And it's the same. Like if kids were empowered more to like create videos, talk about stuff, platform, put their views out there because if you feel like a lot of kids are not alone, but they're just in the wrong environment. Yeah. I had this conversation with an adult, but that idea. Oh no, I wrote about it last night. If you're in the wrong plant pot. Um, but that's the, imagine being a kid that just doesn't feel, you know, like there's points in your life where you just think, oh my gosh, this is what I, this is where I was supposed to be. And those people existed. I just didn't know them. Yeah. Well, the, the world is completely connected now. Yeah. And you can trust kids to like put themselves out there and realize there's other people going through the same things, but they may not be in the one mile radius around your house. No. Or your parent, you know, all those things. Yeah. But as long as you keep, you know, and the fact that all the social media platforms are incentivized to keep people on there and by doing that like mr beast is a g like the guy is a genius and he breaks down he analyzes everything so all his videos they look really chaotic but they are the most terrifyingly targeted so like there's like a rule every shot has to change every x amount of seconds right okay the there's audio cues there's so much manipulation not about but just because the goal is keep you there yeah keep watching which I'm awful because he's like, so I can make more money to make the world a better place. But it's also not creating better. You know, people are like, this no. content's amazing. I'm like, is it? It's a hundred people but standing also, like, in a circle for three days. If you boil it down, it's quite manipulative. It's massively yeah. manipulative. But it just shows how easy it is to do it with people. Yeah. He's one, he could quite easily in three years time be like, last person to murder someone. Is, you know, like that. Yeah, people, like, like, people oh, like, I'm in. Shit, you know? yeah, yeah. He wouldn't. I like a lot of the stuff he does. But it's, you know, it's like, it's <laughs> We're not, not like... not saying this is going to happen. It's really gaudy colour. Everything about his kit. And like, just the sheer amount of waste materials generated by some of the videos. I put a million Orbeez in a back garden. And then the next year, it's like, I'm doing a clean the seas video. I'm like, <laughs> well, hang on a second. <laughs> Maybe don't put this million Orbeez in your garden. Then we wouldn't yeah. have to clean the sea. Mm. Yeah. Should we get some children on this podcast? Oh gosh, no. I do often think I should do a podcast with my kids. Oh, absolutely. My, but just the ones where I just be like, just blind react to this music. Yeah, there's. Um, I know that Buzzfeed. Be I did it. I talked about this years ago. I think I've got some videos of the kids doing it, and then Buzzfeed brought them out. Like kids listen to Nirvana, but oh yeah, that would be really cool. But or you... um, just get people from around the world to be like, send a picture of your new haircut in, and then have kids honestly be like, oh. <laughs> my god it but, uh, would be amazing the best, thing, the best thing is if you just ask kids to describe you know kids see 
the world totally differently. Yeah. And you might feel terrible yourself and be like, they'll just be like, oh my gosh, I really like the freckle on the left-hand side of your nose or whatever. And someone's like, oh, I'm really worried about that. And kids see it as like a super thing. Oh my God, I know. But for every one of those videos, there'd be two other kids are like, oh, I like your tummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you should have in every hairdresser just a five-year-old who can go, as you walk out, be like, oh my gosh, you look so weird. Or like, oh, your oh hair looks God. really nice. <laughs> can you imagine? Kids reacting to people's tattoos would be fan- fantastic. It'd be so good. Kids get to pick your tattoos. I mean, in every tattoo studio yeah. <laughs> is a five-year-old. They're like, what should I get today? Tattooists make loads of money. Maybe they should do once a day. You can have a free tattoo if my friend's kid can pick it. Oh my God, it'd be amazing. That's why... Bo, so I've got a dotty tattoo and Bo and Olive have got to pick that like, I'm going to what tattoos and I'm still like oh god please don't say Paw Patrol riding <laughs> a snake <laughs> <laughs> no it'd be amazing no it wouldn't no you no, shouldn't do it no, it'd be so no, good no, I just have to wait till I've manipulated them enough to ask for something that I like I think have you seen uh, is it on like I don't know if this has made it across Instagram else. it probably has but um, I've like on my TikTok algorithm there's a lot of like tattooists that will do like a gumball machine so you pay like oh right and then you so get you, and then you turn it and then whatever comes out is the tattoo that you get and they're only like small there's just one swastika in there <laughs> well one person said it with Pokemons so she keeps going until like there's no Pokemons left but um you should do it with like <laughs> ideas that five year olds have had and then you put money in the gumball machine whatever comes out is like his Paw Patrol riding a snake and then you have to be like fuck that's the one when, I have to get when you're to. away yeah. I'm gonna buy a tattoo gun. Like part of me, is like, I, part of me is like I'm totally in on this, but anyway. then other part of me is like, like I don't think you would put anything on my body that would be bad. But equally, I'm like I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it, no, it would be one where it's like over like, time, you the the secret messages would come out. Well, it's like. Action versus, oh my god action versus consequences it's like act and then think of the consequences what have we been listening to um okay so well we spoke last time about the fact that fresh and petra girls have released new music so i've been mm-hmm. listening to them oh yeah so basically that do you remember uh did you ever listen like was it was the flowbot song handlebars i like, can ride my bike yeah so no um for some reason it's been like a little thing in my brain and now i've listened to that like 400 times in the last like two days but they've also got they've got a logan paul like uh what do you call it uh whatever you might like the maccabees i do listen to the maccabees oh there we go then um no they've got like a logan paul like retaliation song because from what i can gather from the song <laughs> there's been some beef well logan paul released a, a version of handlebars right um but made it about like objectifying women. Oh, so Flowbots have come back and been like, this is our reaction song, retaliation song, but literally like crucifying Logan Paul in it. And it's brilliant. Oh. So yeah, in summary, lots of things. And that song that you put on, um, that reel, the Cage the Elephant song, which <laughs> I won't say how you described it. <laughs> but yeah, listening to that. What okay. about you? Uh, the Joy Formidable. Yes. Wearing, Japanther. Yes. And The Outfield because of that reel. Your Love with the old lady. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know if you know that song. Anyway, um, have a wonderful holiday. Thanks. I'll have lots to say when I come back, I'm sure. Yeah, I look forward to seeing all about it when I mute you on Instagram so I don't have to feel bad about Brilliant. my life. Anyway. Yeah.
Don't take your headphones off. What if this is the last time you ever get to see? Time is finite. And everyone you love is going to die. (laughs) 